new episode of the Red Widow and Desert Curmudgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you're in it for the long haul. <laughs> and in this episode, the Red Widow is going to share with us a very special document. Let's dive in. All right, so... Uh, okay, so what's our subject? I, I mean, I know we discussed it, but hey, fuck it. You know, everybody just starting to listen in is going to want to know what the fuck this is going to be about. Okay, so this is the resume of oh, my... You got a preference. You got to really preference this one. This one, like even, re, like I said, even briefly, I'm like, man, you, you, you got to like preference this like a motherfucker because <laughs> this is just some hilarious shit. All right, so you guys want to hear one of the coolest resumes in the fucking world? Well, I found it. I found it just like like two days ago. This is probably the greatest piece of you know information um, in order to obtain employment that I have ever seen in my life. And slightly uh, strange too. Yeah, and um, this is basically it, it is very. I guess, um, typical of the kind of shit that, that, uh, my husband used to pull. And, <laughs> um, I mean, he, he was like this all the time. I mean, he was always on. So people <laughs> don't, it's just like, is that, he? no, it's not. Yeah, he, he, he is. And he did. So, um, you know, the, um, yeah, he all. I think you know, at, I think after I you explain this, you might have to explain a bit about him to explain, like what he did professionally, because like <laughs> this is just funny, but it's like yeah, you might have to explain him. Well, my husband was a, a, a my late husband was a um, fish biologist, and he actually he was a fish and reptile scientist um, for several years, and he worked for the Department of Natural Resources in West Virginia uh, and Virginia at different times. And uh, he wrote for local newspapers. Uh, he, wrote a, he wrote a book on herpetology. And uh, he was also a self-styled rock star. So when um, people hear me refer to him as Captain Pretentious, which was the name that he um, took upon himself, um, we weren't kidding. <laughs> he gave, wait, wait. He gave it to himself? Yeah. Oh, he shit. also oh check this out when he was in he was in his band Soul Shaker, he had his he went by the name Constantine Soronov, and Constantine was spelled K H A N S T Y N E, Constantine. And so this should tell you what this man was about. But the thing is, he was never insufferable. He was never like one of those insufferable bastards that, you know, you just want to punch in the face. It was just, it somehow managed to be amusing and endearing. And, I mean, you know, it was just, yeah, I have no idea. He walked this fine line between complete and utter obnoxiousness and just, you know, adorableness. So, um, and he somehow made it work. I have no idea how, but it was a talent. And, um, so, you know, I found his, um, resume that he, it was, it was actually a draft, an early draft of a resume that he actually used in the nineties. And he had, uh, somehow had scanned it, uh, as a PDF. And when I found this, I was like, I've got to show Mike this. <laughs> He's going to get the biggest kick out of this shit. <laughs> Cause what, here, here's the thing I have to, I have to preference from my end. 
see when Shayna and I talk outside the podcast, there's like a lot of things she'll tell me about. And <laughs> when she tells me like, like I told her earlier before we started, like it, it's that side of your brain that kind of like catches things really quickly. And then, but like, you're not really paying attention. It's that analogy of like, it's sitting in the back of the classroom, but not shouting, like literally fucking screaming, at, you know, to tell you to tell her, you know, podcast, podcast, tell her to fucking t talk about on the pod. Cause like I said, it's, it, it's a lot of the shit she tells me is fucking entertaining. It's funny as hell too. So it's like, and I had to finally tell her cause like one day she, she's messaging me and it's like, she's going through this story. And I finally had to tell her, I'm like, dude, you need to, you need to bring this on the podcast. This is shit that, you know what? It, it, it just is. It's We're like, uh, and like it's, it's been actual life. That's that's what's crazy about it. It's like it's like actual real stuff. It's stranger than fiction. But like when she keeps telling me about it, it's like I sometimes shake my head because like I'm not sure if like it's one of those things. It's like, are you sure you're t not bullshitting me? But you know, she's <laughs> she's being consistent with her. You know, no, this is. <laughs> This is how he was. And it's like, for me, it's like, it's just a constant barrage of hilarity to me. Cause like, I don't know the dude, but it's like some of the stuff she, re she repeats about it, it. It just gets funnier as it goes. So I'm like, you know what you, and that's what, like I said, I finally had to tell her, you need to bring this on the podcast. This needs to be one of those things we keep bringing back. It needs to be reoccurring. And, you know, along with our other weird shit that we actually talk about, you know, this was something I was like, yeah, this, this fits. So I'll let her get underway without interrupting, without interrupting her too much. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, I can like, you know, I can like read it out um, so that people can get an idea. Oh, of oh, please. But, but make sure you read this, like this, this thing way in the beginning. Cause that, <laughs> that is. That is funny as hell, but awesome. Okay, so, so the objective, instead of having, you know, like, hey, I'm seeking employment and whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not good enough for Ronald Lee Sora Jr. No, no. We've got to have, we've got to have a, a, a something that really catches the eye. So the top page says everything one could ever possibly in their most twisted nightmare want to know about Ron Sora II and should quake in their underwear for asking. And, so this and he, was, you know what? This is like this. This is like a title sequence, like that scroll thing, like in Star Wars, <laughs> Spaceballs, and fucking History of the World Part One, or what, whatever. It, it it does. It reminds me of those fucking like that scroll title where they they give a bit of the background of the story. <laughs> so you know. Um, so then he gets into the actual um, body of the uh, the resume, and um, so it, is, it sounds like you know we're starting out like a horror story or something. I don't have no do, idea. But do me a, do me a favor. After like each pair, I get it looks like one big paragraph, but I'm sure they're like multiples. After each one, stop so we can like discuss it because like there's some hilarious shit. 
<laughs> All right, so born on a snowy night in Welch, West Virginia, November 14th, 1968, Ron Sora II turned out truly to be a man destined to fumble with and resolve the secrets of the universe. <laughs> At the very least, he would learn to successfully play with fish and lizards, managing to have kept roughly half the former inventory of Noah's Ark through his formative years. Ron graduated from Mountain View High School in Welch in 1987 and immediately thereafter attended Concord College in Athens, West Virginia, enrolled in the commercial arts department. Okay, because yeah. I'm pretty sure, like a lot of the shit I just dis I discussed with you about Vegas, kind of seems like you know some kind of like fantasy trip. And for me, this kind of is the same thing because I don't know shit about West Virginia or Virginia for that matter. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know, Athens and Welch. Yeah. But like, well, I, I, I love the what is it the learns to successfully play with fish and lizards. <laughs> I didn't think there. I didn't think there was like you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? <laughs> I didn't think there was an aspiration for that in anyone. Yes, I want to play. <laughs> I want to play and and and, and was it uh, learn? Yeah, I want to learn to successfully play with fish and lizards. Well, the thing is, you can, but most people will have them end up dead within like a week. So, it, it, especially lizards. Um, right. Lizards do require a certain habitat, shall we say, um, or you will have a very dead, very expensive lizard. So, it, it, it is kind of a, an art and science. All right. All right. I'll, I'll let you continue. All right. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ron soon discovered that, although his art direction ideas were brilliant, he had two meat hooks at the end of his arms instead of an artist's nimble digits, and therefore transferred to the Art Institute of Atlanta in the spring of 1988 and became involved in its music business management program. During his two-year study program at the Art Institute, Ron studied the disciplines of audio and video engineering, business law and advertising, promotion and general business administration. He enjoyed internships at Master Sound Recording Studios, Sky Records, and also with Justin Entertainment, Celador Concert Promotions, and most importantly with the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences in their 1989 Grammy Awards campaign. Okay, so, yeah. uh, hold on before you continue with that. What's... What what exactly does that pertain to with the whole Grammy thing? Um, he was actually uh, like a, a paid intern. Um, and, I, you know, he didn't really talk a whole lot about that. You know, I didn't really ask him a whole lot about it. But, um, yeah, he actually did do a whole lot of, like, support stuff. So it was basically like running errands and, you know, basically being a gopher and shit. For I wonder... I wonder if this is the time when my um, my business professor actually produced the Grammys. <laughs> oh man, that would be funny. Because <laughs> like, Mar yeah, my my business professor he produced the Grammys and the Country Music Awards. Wow. <laughs> oh, he that that's gonna be that's gonna be another episode we go on about. But that kind of piqued my interest. It's like. I wonder. I wonder if he ever met my college professor, because that would be that would have been an interesting story. That's so funny. <laughs> so, upon um, his graduation from the Music Business Institute in the winter of 1990, uh, he decided to pursue his second love, biology, and enrolled in the etiology herpetology program at Georgia State University under the direction of the biology department head, Dr. Richard Green, Ph.D. So. Um, 
he uh, basically, let's see, during his two-year tenure at Georgia State, Ron was fortunate enough to have been exposed to an excellent and comprehensive study program involving everything from basic animal taxonomy and biochemical engineering to the environmental science and practice of modern fish and reptile breeding and genetic engineering. After being involved in numerous research projects, papers, and even being invited to take part in several human autopsy classes, Ron graduated in the summer of 1992 with another associate's degree in etiology, herpetology, and a Fall of that year, relocated to Roanoke, Virginia, to assume the mantle of director of fish at Warehouse for Pets and also to teach biology occasionally at the Science Museum of Western Virginia. So, wait a minute. So, all that, and he ends up at a fucking pet store? Yeah, he uh, did that uh, starting out, and he, he uh, taught biology um, to high school students uh, at the Science Museum of Western Virginia. Oh, okay. He later went on to um, be the uh, head of the reptile house at the Roanoke Zoo. Uh, sometime after that, uh, which no, that, that, it, it just kind of got it just kind of got me that he went through all of that just to you know for even for a small amount of time end up at a fucking pet store. You know, kids bringing in kids buying like frogs and shit or bringing them back after they fucking kill them and shit. Yeah, you know, and then. You have to explain to them, you know, you, you have to actually do stuff for them or they will die. Uh, so, um, okay, anyway, while in Virginia, Ron started his own animal maintenance and diagnosis firm called Cystine Zoological. To this day, has grown to service many customers in Virginia and West Virginia. From hospitals to so schools wait, wait, and day wait, 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 hold on. Back up a bit. Back up, back up. So that's an actual, like, business he created? Yeah. And that's still going on? No. 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 He uh, it he uh, changed it to Aquamatica uh, after some time. He actually had Aquamatica when I first met him, um, but as his health declined, you know, he pretty much let that you know let that go. But yeah, Cystine kind of morphed into Aquamatica, and uh, he did have people like helping him and stuff with that. He um, you did a whole lot of uh, work in different businesses and you know whatnot, helping keep. You know, people from killing their fucking fish. Right. So, yeah. All right. Conti uh, continue on. That just really, like I said, it, it really piqued my interest by that point. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that, like I said, it's not it's not really a wacky, funny kind of thing. It's like, it, it literally like, wow, that's kind of, it's interesting because like, you know, you, you don't really think of it, you know, something, somebody coming up with like a legitimate business, especially like, you know. You know, when it comes to businesses, most people don't really think of the sciences, uh, you know, in any form as a business when they actually are. But, like, when people think of businesses, they think of, like, the large corporations or, you know, your media, shit like that. Right, right. Oh, all right. So, uh, from hospitals to schools and daycare centers to doctor's offices, as well as many private residences, he and his company specialize in the creation and upkeep of stable environmental systems for the education and enjoyment of everyone. Currently, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to ask because, like, mm -hmm. I saw daycare in there. Did he use Captain Pretentious in the daycare? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> I have, I mean, if there's like, if there's like a kid with like video footage, like maybe his mom or one of the fucking other daycare counselors took like of him doing shit for the kids. And that's one of the fucking characters. I want to see it. 
<laughs> Dude, I want to see that. <laughs> I want to. I want to have a, a a complete like theater viewing with popcorn and everything, and just everybody everybody sitting there watching it like fucking French art house, like you know, uh, film film enthusiasts, you know. Oh shit! But yeah, he um uh well, you know, he just basically went to different places who had you know. Uh, aquariums or whatever you know they kept fish or whatever and and did things for them um and uh you know like there's people too who were interested in you know like keeping fish or whatever kinds but are just you know kind of like i have no idea how to maintain this fish tank or whatever <laughs> uh, so uh, oh god i got like a i got like one a weird fucking visual like some kid like noticing one of the goldfish is dead hey captain pretentious one of the goldfish is dead <laughs> <laughs> or all of them are dead what the hell did you do <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right um what was okay here we go currently ron lives in beckley west virginia constantly running and expanding his business and study of physics micro and biochemistry and perhaps his greatest challenge of all answering the questions of his two-year-old daughter Ron is also currently writing his first book about his latest experiments in the creation of contained ecosystems and the involved chemistries and biological relationships involved in symbiotic relationships. I recently completed the work on the test and is slated for publication in the fall of 1997 by Tetra Press. I think so he actually, I think, because I noticed there's like a correction there because he wrote having. Having recently oh, completed. Having re yeah, recently but completed. I'm gonna let, I, just I, I just wanted to point it out because, like, I see it, but not, like, it's not official. Like, the way you read it's a more official, but it's, like, it, it's interesting to see the notes, you know? Yeah. And uh, it says, um, uh, the book tentatively called The Creation of a Symbiotic Herpetat was developed during his time as a writer columnist for the Raleigh Explorer, a publication of Beckley newspapers in Beckley, West Virginia, which he actually did um, write articles um, for them. Uh, he was like a free, I guess you could say freelance journalist, because let's face it, the man was totally full of shit. And I mean, <laughs> you... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so the ending. You'll love the ending. Yeah, there. Don't, don't read the, the piece directly after. After the little hint, that part you just read, don't, don't read what that. The, no, it's got his like contact information. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm going to read the the little thing at at the very end. There, that should be enough to tell around campfires and curdle the blood of the young for generations to come. Remember, if you hear something go bump in your house at night, it's not the boogeyman. It's probably just me stumbling over a cat trying to find the bathroom in a strange house. Now that is scary. He fucking autographed it. What the hell? That's, that's not a normal signature. That's a fucking autograph. He autographed his fucking CV. Yeah. Are you for real? I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I live with this man for seven years. Dude. This is how I live. You know what? I'm going to have to like, I'll have to blur out the, or, or completely block out the contact information, but like, I'm half tempted, as long as you, you allow me to do it, because I won't do it without your permission, but I'm half tempted to like, post this on the fucking, uh, on the entry for the WordPress page. <laughs> yes, yeah, just block out like actual, you know, contact stuff. Because I'll leave his name in there, you know, I'll, I'll leave the can be reached out, but I'll block out like the address, the phone numbers and all that shit. But like, this is like one of those things. It's like, 
It's like, dude, you got to see this to believe it. <laughs> it's like, I know because people... And that's actually, like, you know what? That's actually how Shayna worded it to me. It's like, you got to see this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I found this. You have to see it. And like, you're probably like, what? <laughs> oh yeah, because I was in the middle of something. It's like, what are you talking, huh? You know, it's one of those things where you're like, you're not a, you know, like I said, you're in the middle of your job. You're not asleep. So like your brain's kind of focused on whatever task is at hand. And then you happen <laughs> to look over, see the mess. And it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Resume. Oh shit. That's funny. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm telling you it's funny. Oh shit. But yeah, like, so he, um, I, he, like everything he did was like, larger than life i mean you're just like you know what we're not just gonna like do it we're fucking gonna really do it yeah but you, uh, know, you know what i think that's the thing that's kind of missing into in today's world is like the whole um like yeah yeah we kind of made we kind of made a fun of it in a, in a certain way but it's like the humor in it is just like it just makes it fun so it's like it's one of those like one of those things you want to like like if I were to do it, I'd want to just, you know, I'd give it to a, a potential employer that I'd never want to get hired at, but knowing my <laughs> fucking luck, they'd be like, can you start tomorrow? Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't want to work for these bastards. God damn it. <laughs> that was the whole point of me giving them that. What the hell? Uh, That's fun. That's yeah. Fun. yeah, we'll have to, I'll have to post this on the, the WordPress. Sorry about that. We have rings, so it's for security reasons. But um, so yeah, like, and the fact that that this this paper looks like it's just old and you know and everything, and see, he, he it actually survived a fire and everything. Yeah, you can this see you can paper. see the scorch marks like on the bottom yeah. and top of the page, but it's not as it's not like a complete um, it's not a complete burn, but you can tell like. There's burn marks on the in some it parts looks of like the page. It's been spilled on it at one yeah. point, and yeah. Maybe. So, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe because um, you said with the fire, that's what I'm thinking is maybe it got, you know, it got wet when they put out the, you know, when they doused the fire. Yeah, probably did. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's not like you know water; it's whatever chemical or whatever they used. Uh, could be because yeah, I don't think it was water. Um, but like, but yeah. like I said, this is like it, it's it's in it, it's kind of intriguing and funny at the same time because it's like <laughs> you know like there's things you've told me about him, but like looking at this, like you, you know there's you know there's things it's like it's interesting to know. So it's like um, like like I said, I know you've told me about the whole biology thing that he did, the science, you know, the animal science or reptiles reptile and fish science that he's done or whatever the was it herpetology yeah okay so like there's that that you've told me but not like in complete detail not like i expect it but it, it kind of shows like even though it shows like a rather strange side of him it, it's still like okay i you know what i can respect you know what he did because like for me i would never you know that's not a path i would ever think to take and i don't think i that interested in because like for me it's like you want to be a vet no <laughs> it's bad enough it's bad enough i don't like watching people bleed to death you know i really don't want to do it with animals you know yeah no <laughs> but um he actually did surgeries on 
fish on on um, larger goldfish like I got swim bladder problems um you know he'd done you know different things like that um uh did like genetic you know kind of experiments where you know they, they bred you know different ones to see what happened and um one of my fa- one of it, my favorite stories of his was talking about this uh african cichlid and, I, think uh, cichlid. I think that's the story you told me at one point but go ahead because like if it's the one i'm thinking yeah it's funny as hell it was uh african cichlids um cichlids are um you can find them in south america and in africa and the north american cichlids are basically they're bluegill you know, our, our bluegill that you find, around, especially around here, they're cichlids. So cichlids are, you know, little, little irascible bastards, and they, they all hate each other. Um, they're really smart. But this particular cichlid, they, they named him Little Richard. <laughs> and the reason was that he was gay. <laughs> this fish Oh, oh and gay. you know what? I just realized, now that you're telling this story, we're telling it just a little bit after Little Richard dying. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to catch so much shit for that. Yeah, oh. far, but, you know, that's what we live for. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, Little Richard was a, a huge African cichlid. It was really pretty. And would do, do, you, do, you, do you like fish sticks? Do you like fish sticks in your mouth? Yeah. Are you a gay fish? <laughs> but he would do the little, little like, mating um, little display uh, in front of other male fish. And the other male fish were just not having out of it. And so it, it was causing problems. So they had to basically separate, you know, Little Richard from the other fish. They uh, at one point he was by himself. Then at another point they stayed just just for shits and giggles. They put him in with the other with a bunch of females, bunch of female cichlids. And he just hung out with them like that was that was his bestest friends in the whole wide world. <laughs> and you know, never never attempted to like mate with any of them. Just hung out, you know. And um, so he they said he got big as a football. I mean, this guy was big. Huh. And just, you know, beautiful, you know, he had beautiful coloration, you know, and everything. Uh, of course, I mean, you know, he would need to, but the name Little Richard, I mean, come on, you got to be pretty. Um, but, yes, um, so Ronnie then became fascinated with, um, I guess, uh, homosexuality in, in fish and reptiles and started trying to find more gay, gay varmints to study. Um, and, can't, you know, like, uh, according to his data... He found that between eight and ten percent of the animals that he studied were gay, uh, exhibited those traits. So. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny, though. <laughs> so yes, for science, damn it. For science. All right, you want to call this episode here? Yeah. All right, hold on a sec. Hey there, enjoying our podcast but would like to take us with you wherever you go? Yeah, I know that's a bit creepy, huh? But you can subscribe to our podcast through any of these formats. Uh, For iOS, Apple devices, you can use the podcast app. For Android, you can use the Google Play Music app. And and the next few are available on both. Uh, You have Deezer, you have Spotify, and our podcast host's app is Podomatic. So yes, you can get the Podomatic app and actually catch our show. Or on any of the any of the aforementioned apps. So just pick one, download our app, and take us with you.